podcast and continuing our series of CX around the world. And I'm so excited that this week we have a guest from Central Africa and we can't wait to get into that and find out how what CX is like in that part of the world. And so Graham, would you like to introduce our guest? As you said, it's really exciting um, to have somebody here from, from Central Africa, from the Cameroon. Um, it's certainly an area where our listeners don't hear near enough um, about what's going on and also an area where I think exploring some of the, the specific challenges in that part of the world, but also many of the similarities in that part of the world um, will be really, really interesting. And also, um, I think another little uh, tagline I'm sure we'll hear more about is uh, in CXPA, which I'm a member of and George is a member of, um, I think, like many other things, just the recognition that, you know, CXPA, which is really the heartbeat of the CX community globally, is truly a global community. So I'm really excited um, to hear from George today. Uh, okay. Well, uh, thank you, Robin. Thank you, Graham, for inviting me uh, to the Talking CX podcast. My name is George Sama. Um, I'm from Cameroon, uh, a country uh, located in Central Africa. And uh, uh, usually people can call uh, Cameroon like uh, Africa in miniature because uh, you, may, you may find uh, something little from Africa, you can find it in Cameroon, so they call it Africa in miniature. Well, uh, actually, I'm uh, a head of uh, customer relations for the national telecommunication company in Cameroon, which is called Camtel. So uh, I've been in the sales and CX industry for around 12 years. And uh, we have done uh, a tremendous job, uh, actually, in our company here, uh, building CX programs and really focusing on, on how to uh, take... Um, I mean, uh, um, how to change the culture and how to 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 to, to take every employee's uh, focus more on customer relations and customer experience. So, um, actually, um, next to my to my job, uh, I've joined the CXPA, which is the Customer Experience Professional Association for around five years. And uh, we have done many projects with CXPA, um, like for example, um, building topic guides for CX professionals who wants to, to know more about some CX domain. And um, actually since um, late uh, 2021, uh, I've been appointed a member of the Regional Leadership Council for Africa at CXPA. So it's a team of uh, CX professionals who are providing guidance and advices to CSPA on how CSPA can achieve its mission here, so which is to support um, CS professionals to learn and grow. Wow. How did you get into where you are now? What was that experience like? Uh, yes, um, I started like uh, 12 years ago, and my first uh, position was a sales, uh, sales care agent uh, for, for the company, for the telco company. So I really started um, talking with customers and trying to, to support them and taking care of them. I was then after account manager for some times and I gradually evolved 
uh, in the company until uh, becoming head of customer relations. Um, during my my career and positions, um, I discovered that I, I had really passion to to serve people, to serve uh, customers, and to uh, to take care of people in general. And and I feel like I feel that um, it's important uh, if you are in the CX industry or if you really want to to uh, to uh, to manage the CX uh, professional as 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 a job. I think it's important that you have some empathy for for people you are serving, and that you you are sure. I mean, you are able to to take care of them and and serve them as well. So I gradually evolved, and then um, I discovered that um, this this uh, this passion needs to be um, you need to to have some skills, uh, more skills. Uh, to, to really do it uh, if efficiently and professionally. So this is how I then engage um, uh, with CXPA and, and all, uh, all this stuff. So this is this is how I, I, I evolve in general. You know, from all of that, it sounds like that you your focus has really been customer service. And I love talking to people in customer service because that's really where the rubber meets the road, right? That is entirely what it's all about. Can you describe an experience earlier in your career, perhaps, that with a customer that kind of personifies what laid the foundation for how you think about customer experience today, like and kind of what started you down the road to your current philosophy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, when when I was uh, I was a young professional at the beginning of my career, uh, when uh, what I was what I discovered um, in the branches uh, where I was working was that um, customers were were like um, abandoned to themselves. Uh, so um, I know many of my my mates and colleagues um, didn't have. Always the attention uh, customer needed, or did, didn't um, really master the importance of of taking care of, of the customers. So um, one of the things I just started was very simple. Um, every time I came, I had a timing in the day. Uh, in that timing, I would call like uh, five or ten customers every day in my portfolio. So uh, asking them, um, are they fine? Are they okay? Uh, asking them uh, if they're satisfied with the service. Um, asking them uh, if they need something else. And um, while doing this, uh, what happens is that many other of my of my mates uh, started to see the, the impact of uh, being closer with the customers, and uh, like <laughs> it changed the, the way they even uh, behave with their own customers in their portfolio. So um, this is an example of, of how far, uh, when I was beginning, I tried to, to be more closer to the customers and, and and then gradually I started loving more customers and trying to, to solve their problems and improve uh, their experience. Is there, is there one in particular that stands out to you? Um, ooh, there, are, there are many, many of them. You're talking about the customers. 
we we have sound effects for 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 thinking. <laughs> for thinking. <laughs> yes, I remember one. Uh, one day, a lady came uh, in in the in the branches, and she had she had an issue with uh, her modem, so the device she used to connect. So she could not connect, and then she was she was very worried. And she wanted to, to, to have a solution. And since I was a customer care agent, and I was support also. So uh, I did all my best uh, to, to try to solve her problem. And in fact, um, she, I, I couldn't do it uh, in the branches. So she invited me to go to her home and try to, to help her solve the problem there. And because she was, she, she really needed to to have internet using that modem. So I went to her home and I, I tried my best trying to solve the problem. And thank God, finally, I, I, I solved the problem. But what what has um, impressed me was that she, she was using. I mean, she she really needed to to correct that that problem to fix that issue because it was the only way uh, for her to to talk with her only girls who was outside the country. And um, when I, I fixed the problem, she was so happy that she, she even engaged the conversations. She called her, she was like in London or outside the country. She called her, she was so happy. And uh, um, I remember that uh, it, was, it was really, really fun. It was a great experience. And, and this, this is an example of, of um, a story that really... Um, uh, has has given me more uh, more willing and more envy to to take care of people and make sure they're okay and give them a better experience anyway that's i i mean that's inspiring right <laughs> because in a lot of companies in in a lot of locations they wouldn't even allow their people who are serving their customers to go above and beyond yeah. in that capacity. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's just really wonderful that, you know, you had the ability to take that initiative. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. you had that freedom. Yeah. 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 It's really important. And I think um, it's something that is missing uh, somehow in many, many companies uh, and many, many culture inside companies. Uh, the ability to go beyond, beyond expectations and beyond frontiers, and try to 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 find out a solution for the customer. Well, can you talk a little bit about, you know, you're in Cameroon, which uh, is part of Central Africa. Yep. And can you talk a little bit about, kind of, if you know, what the cultural expectations for customer experience is like mm. and how that might vary within that region. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, talking about the people here, talking about the consumers here, the cultural expectations, and uh, I, I think like um, 60% of uh, the population is, is uh, beyond the age of 24. And like 35% of the population is between 25 and 64. So these, these people are, are the one mostly having a job, uh, paying their bills, and really consuming products and services. 
So um, the, the, the difference between um, older people, older generation, and younger people and young generation also, also fits here because I feel that uh, like in many other countries, you, you, there's like a difference in these two categories. Um, older people, um, like people having from 45 to 64, older people are less sensitive to some issues like uh, digitalization or social media interactions, or even the importance of emphasizing on better customer experience. So um, this category of people, um, they also have a low level of, conf of confidence, confidence in companies or third parties uh, to, to do some transactions on their behalf, on their own. Let me take an example. When you go in some of uh, the banks here uh, in our environment, you will see that um, some of these people, they will prefer to wait in long lines in banks in front of cashier or tellers to collect their money personally instead of having, for example, a credit card, a bank card, or making payments online, right? So uh, they, are, they are really like... Um, not not really uh, too much confident and they, they are not expecting always they are not really expecting having good customer experience not, not they just want basic uh, their basic need to be fulfilled their basic need to be to be to be fulfilled and achieved this for example uh, this is a difference one of the difference now for the younger people and uh, people usually from the the diaspora, so people outside the country uh, who have their, their families here, um, what you see is that they are more sensitive to the, the key issues I was talking about. So they are looking for companies who are offering better customer experience. Um, they are sensitive to social media networking, digitalization, and so on and so forth. So uh, this category of people then are, are really the one um, who, who um, expect more from a company uh, in the way they, they are treated, in the way um, they, are, they are served in general. So that's it for like the culture. So you have the older and the younger generation, the older generation, which is like, I, I don't think customer uh, um, experience is important. I just want to, to have uh, what I need. I don't need too much more. And you have the younger generation who is more sensitive to, to these issues. Well, do you think it's that they really don't care about customer experience or that they just have a different definition of what that looks like, what a good experience is? Um, I think that um, many of them have been, have been too much deceived um, in the way uh, companies have treated them. And, and some, some of them are, are really discouraged and don't expect more to that because, um, I, I'm sure we talk about it, because they don't, they don't see um, too much um, effort from many companies to, to really handle their issue on time. And since like CX is an emerging, emerging discipline, so... They have been living like like it for for like many times, and um, they 
they have been so much like deceived and um, they, they maybe they expect more but uh, actually <laughs> some of them or even many of them have not had uh, that that satisfaction to be well treated so uh, I, I'm sure um, there are many things that that, that are done uh, many things that are improved but the point is that uh, this category of people they are really they are really less sensitive to that let me take an example I was talking to to my father uh, like some weeks ago he's uh, he's around 60 to 64 and I was explaining to him how far companies need to be customer centric how far we are working day to day so that companies should should take care of their customers well <laughs> and he just he just asked me that question um do you really think uh, it's important? Uh, 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 are you sure of? Uh, so he was like, I, I don't think it's, it's so much more important. I understand him because um, there have been many of them have been living and um, uh, facing some of the issues for many times, which like give them the the the, the sensations or the idea that. Um, it's not so much more important. But the basic need, if their basic need are met, like, okay, I can handle with the basic need. Huh. And maybe that's driven by previously negative experiences, like you said. And so do you think that a, you know, a concerted effort on relationship building on the part of the company mm -hmm. and just building up that trust level over time mm -hmm. would change that perception? Yeah, of course, of course. I think that um, the job that uh, some of the companies and many more are doing today to, uh, to improve the way they, they serve customers and to focus on building a customer-centric culture inside their companies I think that that effort will really help to to change that mindset uh, over time. Uh, it may take some time, but um, I know I know it's the, the the right pathway. I know it's the right pathway, and I'm sure that many of this category of of people, other people who may have been deceived of on, of how of how far they have been treated, I know that um, I'm sure this will change their perceptions. This, uh, yes, I'm sure about it. Uh, I know we have we have a long a long way to go again. Yeah, ha have you seen um, an example of you know a company that has successfully turned that perception around? Mm. Companies that have changed that perception. Around. Yeah, you don't have to name them or yes, anything yes. like that, but. Have you seen that start to happen, right? Because and and what and if you have, what specifically have those companies done to turn that around? Mm -hmm. um, well, I think uh, I've seen many companies um, trying to to change, um, uh, not not much more the experience. Um, but much more uh, giving more um, giving more opportunity, giving better products, better services 
uh, to, to, to customers. Uh, I'll take an example. Um, last, uh, I mean, some years ago, uh, we have uh, a bottled, bottled water company who just entered in the market here. Uh, so before uh, that company uh, came, um, the actual market, um, having a bottled water was, was um, something... Uh, I don't. I will not say difficult, but it was like very expensive. We could have a bottle of like 1.5 liter at uh, 1.5 dollar or two dollar. So uh, what happened is that when that company came, uh, they have, have understood that many people, even older or younger people, are sensitive uh, to issues like price uh, or places. So uh, they have built or designed new products uh, that would um, uh, correspond to, to these needs. And um, they have, they have uh, launched those products like some years ago, and it was a real success. So, so uh, many companies uh, like this are trying to, to understand, to better understand the market or better understand the, the people, the consumers to offer better products, better services. And um, somehow, uh, next to the products offered, uh, the experience also needs to be improved. Uh, so how far these companies uh, take care of their customers, how far these companies uh, are close to their customers is also important. Going back to your original experience that you described with your customer where you went to their mm. home to resolve the problem. Mm. It sounds like, uh, you know, as in many places, a personal connection uh, is really valuable. Yes, yes. A personal connection is, is really valuable. And um, like um, someone saw they said, they said to me that um, it's due to someone else, due to people, uh, what you would like them to do for you. And, and I think that uh, this, this illustrates the, the importance of that personal connections. Uh, so um, um, many companies, um, some, some in, in this area, are still lacking to give their employees or give their customer service or customer experience agent the ability to, to build that personal connection or go beyond. And what happened is that um, these connections sometimes used to, to um, appear on behalf of, of policies that some companies would, would um, establish to build those connections, right? So uh, people feel like, okay, um, I think it's, it's good to know someone who is working uh, in a specific uh, company. I know he will help me to solve an issue, but the, the company, many companies are, are not really trying to, to help build that connection, that personal connections, which I think will be very important. Hey, hey George, when you, when, you, when you think about Cameroon, and, and maybe Central Africa, do you think there is specific differences around building those connections or you just think it's, uh, as one of my friends says, it's all about people and people are people everywhere? Mm, yeah, I think, I think um, it's, it's more about people. 
and uh, I think that uh, in in a general in a general aspect, and uh, what what is built here in Central Africa, um, CX and or, or maybe EX two uh, are emerging disciplines, and uh, um, there are some companies who are really thriving to. Um, to, to, to do, to provide uh, better experiences or build uh, these connections. Uh, we were talking about these personal connections. But on a general uh, view, um, these are emerging, uh, emerging disciplines. And um, we are really working uh, to, to help people, professionals, and even companies to, to understand the importance of, uh, of providing better experiences or being the better connections with their customers. Yeah. It, it, so speaking of um, employee experience, that's the a really important part of the equation, right? Yeah. And companies have to empower their employees to do the kind of service that you did mm -hmm. in that case. Mm -hmm. How is how are they responding to that? And, you know, how are employees in that area, um, you know, what, what is their experience like? Mm. Well, that's a, that's a good question, um, Robin. Um, actually, um, we, don't, we don't yet have a ranking of, uh, like, uh, best uh, workplace uh, companies or or uh, employee experience indicators like all over the Central Africa or in a specific country. And, uh, but based on my experience, um, I see that some companies are trying to provide better experiences to their employees, and some are really on the way. And um, many of the companies that are really um, uh, applying those best EX practices are usually companies... Um, international companies that have located um, in Central Africa, especially. So you have international brands, banking, uh, and telco too. So they are really importing uh, these best practices, EX practices, and some uh, CX practices uh, in their day-to-day -day use. But um, on, on general view, um, I think that um, we still have a lot to do, especially um, we are in an environment where the, the uh, unemployment rate is is high somewhere. So uh, many people are really looking for jobs, and there's not too much jobs available for for everyone uh, sometimes. Uh, but uh, and some some of the business owners or business leaders are, are really misbehaving with uh, their employees and not providing or really uh, emphasizing, giving them better uh, employee experience. And um, those employees, they will prefer maybe to, <laughs> to keep their job and do their day-to-day -day job, even uh, all what their perception about the company is not what they are expected, but they will do the job and do it. But um, I think that uh, there, are things, there are a lot of things to do on this specific aspect. And so for you, where you are, or where you, you know, some of the places that you've worked in, have you seen a change in attitude towards that? Is there more openness to understanding that, hey, our bottom line is really impacted by 
how, how much we empower our employees to help our customers? Mm. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that uh, in the speech of uh, many of, of many companies, um, you can understand somehow that they are telling uh, to the audience, they are telling to the people that um, they, 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 they take into account what their employee says or, or they are really... They are really focusing either on the employee and uh, customer experience. Um, so on, on the speech, maybe you can you can understand um, uh, some of these communications, and and that's it. But um, on on the general view, um, if, even in the, the structure and the organizations, um, I think that um, there, there's something to do. Let me take an example. Um, we have seen that um, many companies actually uh, don't uh, don't have um, a customer focus or employee focus um, as part of their mission, their vision, or their values. Right. So many are, are talking about it, but when you look uh, inside, like what they say as values, what they say as their mission, what they say as uh, their vision. Um, you, you may not uh, perceive perceive it exactly. So um, uh, beyond the speech that uh, many companies are saying, are saying or are telling, uh, there are things that should be done in their structure and in their or internal organizations to really um, show somehow that um, beyond the speech they are really doing uh, something something great or important. You know, let's say we gave you this magic wand and, you know, you could for at least, you know, a month or so, or let's say six months, because it takes, it can take some time. But what changes would you make, right, for, and I don't know if these changes would be different in Cameroon than they would be in other parts of Central Africa. But what changes would you make tomorrow and over the next, you know, few months yeah. to make a big difference? Yeah, I think uh, if I had, like you say, a magic wand, <laughs> which is interesting, uh, if I had one, um, I think that one of the first things I would do is um, to really uh, increase the awareness of our government and uh, decision makers on, on the, the, I mean, the high level of uh, organizations or even countries. Uh, let me take an example. Uh, like some months ago, uh, the president of the United States um, published an order uh, to, to uh, express um, all the, the U.S. companies and public companies to really focus on the users, uh, user experience, customer experience, or citizen experience. This is a good example of uh, something that can be done also um, in, in places in, or in this area. So I will really uh, make sure that um, in every um, places like uh, or public companies or private companies make sure that really the, the speech has changed. The governance uh, will focus more on, on, on the customer or the employee and, and also that um, they will really um, 
solicit the the expertise and the the knowledge of people who can really drive the changes uh, in organizations. So that's one of the points. Now, also, what I would uh, do is try to to really listen, everyone, because I feel that... um, uh, some companies uh, here don't don't really listen more to their customers, so make sure maybe that uh, every customer said something had his right to say something about uh, the experience he have either for from the government companies or public or private companies. I will make sure that they are listened as well, and that companies are really uh, organizations are really taking it into account in how they they manage and they decide. So I have a question. If you, I mean, think about that. That's a, that's a great point, by the way. I mean, I think we tend to uh, we tend to dismiss somewhat, you know, the announcements that, that that come from the government in that respect. But I do think it's impactful. When you you mentioned earlier, um, difference between how international companies that have set up operations in in Cameroon and and the Central African area, um, you know, they're treating employees and and focusing on customers. Do you have you have a couple of examples of of companies that that are from the region that maybe the rest of our listeners might not have heard of who you think, you know, are doing a pretty good job and that maybe other people look to, because there is also the, you know, we hear it everywhere. There's also the, well, you know, XYZ company, you know, Amazon or whatever, you know, is doing this and this, but that's, but that's not really relevant to us because we're from here. So are there, are there companies that you kind of look to and say, Hey, you know, these people are doing a really great job or they're doing a really great job in this particular piece of, of managing and improving experiences? Yeah, um, companies that are, that are leading, um, uh, especially in uh, CX or EX industry, uh, companies from the banking and the telco companies, uh, mostly. So uh, we have uh, like two, two major international brands here who are, are really striving to, um, to, to not, not only to communicate about the importance of uh, taking care of the customers, and they are also taking specific actions um, to go to go um, to go to go to to, to, to to encounter their customers and to and to, to build uh, to build that relationship. So mostly um, international um, telecom companies, like international telco companies, or even banking companies, mostly. And do you, do you think that's because they're international and so they see this this movement really having impact in other places that they operate or or do you think there's something else special? Um, well, I, I think I think more because they're international. Um, I think more because um, it's about the best practices. Usually what happens is that many of uh, the international companies have specific best practices that um, uh, companies, uh, local companies, maybe would, uh, would also execute. So I think uh, mostly is about the best practices, uh, the global best practices of these companies that um, also have also express uh, somehow in the country. But I think it's fine. Somehow it's fine. Um, uh, something that is good, um, I think, it's good. Uh, it, what whatever is good for the customer is interesting. 
Uh, is it coming from best practices outside the country, from international companies, or even local companies? I think it's good. But um, what uh, I, I really think is important is that um, whatever, whenever or wherever these, these practices are, are expressing or are coming from, I think that um, the more uh, these companies will focus on the customers, the more uh, the better for, for everyone. So it sounds like you're, you're um, leading the way on that and, and helping to bring awareness to that uh, for, for a lot of your local organizations. Um, do, you, do you find some pretty good receptiveness to, to these new ideas or new to them? Right? Mm. Are they are are they seeing the value? Yes, yes. Um, I've, we we see um, since like the, the the last two years, we, we see more and more um, people and sales professionals who are really engaged uh, in the part of um, coaching companies or coaching people uh, to to help them improve the way they serve their customers and the way they treat their employees. This is also part of uh, what we are doing with CXPA, really to, to make sure that um, what CXPA uh, is doing is known for, for everyone or every CX professional here in Africa. And um, give them all the, the guidance, all the, the knowledge they need to, uh, to improve, uh, to learn, to grow, and to improve, to improve their companies. So um, I think that more and more um, in, the, in the few years that are coming, more and more people will engage in that part. And um, I think that, um, I think that yes, I think, I think it will go that way. Do you have any other experiences from, you know, the front lines of customer support that you think would be a good illustration of the importance of paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I have, um, I have, uh, <laughs> I have many examples. Okay, so. Oh, please do <laughs> share. <laughs> well, I think I think I would choose. I would just. Uh, I would choose maybe some or one of them. Um, please let me let me think. Um, we play the Jeopardy music. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, well, um, as an example, um, the, uh, one day I came, uh, I, I, I think, I, think I, I was sick. Uh, not only me, but one of my kids uh, was sick. So um, the issue or here, I mean, the issue here uh, about healthcare or the patient experience or the experience in healthcare, uh, healthcare places is really, is really important and really challenging. So um, what, I've, what I've discovered uh, one day when I was, I was sick, I, I, went, I went out to a hospital. Fortunately, um, there was one hospital just next to my house, like 100 or 200 meter next. And so I, I got there. And um, the, 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 the people, uh, 
they received me well. Um, they, they, I mean, sorry, but they did their, their medical stuff. <laughs> I don't, I don't know exactly, but I know that they, they, they received me well and uh, they taking all my tensions or what they had to do. And um, what, what happened is that um, sometimes, I mean, when, when they, when, um, when um, they treated me, um, usually um, the issue. Is um, is about money, about the payment, right? And and I was talking about confidence somehow. So uh, I, I even they treated me treated me so well that uh, when I was like, oh, let me let me uh, let me uh, do or search something that I have to give to you. I really want to express my my uh, my acknowledgement and so on and so forth. And I had to pay uh, some of the fees. They said, okay, no, it's, it's not a problem. Look, you can go back and um, it's okay. When you were finished, you can come back again and pay all the, all the fees, all the health fees. And in some other places, healthcare places, hospitals, someone, you can't do anything if you don't pay before. So what they have done, like to me, it was very, it was very, um, Touching, so they treated me first before asking me, or oh, how would I pay? Would I pay uh, the treatment? So on and so forth. They, they they had confidence in me, and I was really I was really touched by that. But let me tell you, some somewhere in other places you would go, you will have to start first of all all the payment process, all the fees, and all 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 the all the necessaries. So this is an example, and I think. Um, you could, you can some, you can face this type of cases. Usually, um, in, in small small companies or small businesses um, like this. But um, my, my experience in major companies like major hospital or major major some of the major businesses, this kind of experience is is really difficult to have. It it, it is. And not just in Africa, I wish that um, many hospitals uh, and health organizations in this country would follow the example of, of the hospital that, that you're describing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think it's, 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 it's really important. And uh, I've, I've, I have a sad story about one of my, my mates. Um, a friend, a close friend, who who had a bad experience in healthcare, so so bad. So he went to to many hospitals with his kid, his son in his hand. Uh, he just needed uh, places where he would be welcomed, uh, well received, and treated. He had all the money necessary, but instead he didn't find such such places. And in the whole process, uh, his son finally died, and this this has really touched me and marked me uh, forever. And this is some of the, the stories that really gave me more engagement, engaged me more in this part of really changing, changing how companies uh, are serving and how people in organizations are taking care of their customers. Yeah, you're, you're right. And thank you for you know, reminding us that that in some cases, customer experience is a matter of life yeah. and death, right? It's not just um, KPIs or improving the bottom line. It's it's really 
about meeting people's yeah. needs. Yeah. You might think with social media, if this kind of thing becomes well-known, then everybody would want to go to the hospitals that are providing service. So people could use that social media yeah. connection, yeah. right, to to try and promote yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that, that uh, the, the social media role uh, has really um, increased in how far um, the impact of providing uh, better experiences for a company could resound all over. And, and uh, unfortunately, uh, what I see is that mostly is about positive and uh, negative feedback from customers that you may see in some um, uh, public, uh, social media posts or social media reactions. And I, I, I see that many, many companies, especially here in Central Africa and, and Cameroon, many companies also have to, um, to, to um, take, uh, really um, master that, that communication channel, uh, not only to, to talk about uh, good offers or, or talking about uh, messages, specific messages or commercial messages, but really uh, as uh, places where they will really show their commitment on uh, of how far um, they care for their customers um, and how far in especially special situations when customers are not happy, how they are really managing it and changing the negative perception into something positive. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. It's, it's really good to have these insights. Um, Grant, do you have any other questions for George? I, I, I do have one, and it's, it's kind of a you know, general, general thing, which is maybe, again, for local in Central Africa. When, when you think about um, measuring customer experience, I know you specifically related to the focus on negative um, interactions. Do you see any, you know, any specific trends in terms of how organizations are are measuring experience in in Cameroon and in the mm, region? Yeah. Or is it pretty much the same as it is everywhere else, you know, NPS and CSAT and um, and then on the inside, you know, cost of service and all the rest yeah. of that stuff? Um, I, I think um, the basis is, uh, as you said, uh, the most common um, KPI, uh, KPI measures like NPS or CSAT. And um, I think that uh, many companies are, are also engaged in that part. Instead, um, those informations are not uh, also always public, or you may not on, may not uh, really perceive it. For example, uh, the telecommunication company for which I worked, we've built a, a, a CX measurement program using those KPIs and CSAT, NPS, and, and, and other KPIs. But uh, I think next to or apart from these uh, global non-KPIs, based on, on what customers are experiencing, uh, companies need to define specific KPIs. Let me take an example. We have defined or used or implemented a KPI which we have called service availability rate. Uh, we were monitoring uh, on a day-to-day -day basis all the customer services, which was not uh, done before. So we were making sure that uh, all our customers are connected and the service is available. 
nobody was measuring it. So we started measuring it, and uh, we found out on our baseline that it was around 75% of service availability level. So with all the work we have done, uh, we have improved that, that KPI to 95% of availability. So this is a specific KPI, which is uh, clearly uh, correlated to um, what customers are experiencing and that they, what, how they are using the services. And I think that um, many companies should also uh, look for these specific um, specific KPIs, which are above uh, all the, the, the common, the most common non-KPI, but which are, are specifically correlated to how far consumers or customers or users or citizens are using the services, I think. I think we're maybe down to the, our last question. And one of the things that we like to ask everybody since we're talking to people from everywhere is when it comes to local cuisine, where mm. you are, what would you recommend for someone who's never tried any cuisine <laughs> from your area? What would the thing be that you would say, hey, you got to try yeah, this? Yeah. Well, well um, in Cameroon, we have uh, great places to visit. And I, I even think that Graham may know uh, some of these places that we can visit here. <laughs> but uh, uh, talking about talking about the food, we have... Um, well, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about talking about the food, we have uh, ten regions like uh, in the in the country. So every region have uh, its specific food that people like or people would like to, to to consume. But one of the food that really represent the country as a whole, if you talk about that food, is what we call here ndole. <laughs> so yes, ndole. <laughs> Uh, so okay. ndole is what ndole is, is a vegetable is a bitter vegetable that um, we we collect and then we wash to remove the bitterness and we cook it with groundnuts and meat or fish and then we eat it with cassava or plantains. That one is wonderful ndole. <laughs> All right, that's great. That sounds really interesting and yeah, I think that many of us, including myself, haven't had anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you will love um, Cameroon uh, and also Africa is, is really full of diversity and um, great great places to visit or food to, to, to try or even people to meet. So, so that diversity is really interesting. And um, I think we also talking about uh, the customer experience industry, um, what um, we are doing about the podcast is really to, to share that diversity. The Talking CS podcast that I really love is really to share uh, the diversity of how people are living outside, outside the world and then how they are really thriving and working to, to improve customer experience. Yeah, I, well, I appreciate that. And that's you know, that's what we're, we want to accomplish with this is just to, you know, take a look at all that diversity out and make it not so U.S. centric, right? We want to find out what's going on in the rest of the world. And 
I really appreciate you, you know, taking some time with us and talking to us about your perspectives on CX. I think it's really important and very interesting. And I really appreciate that you coming on here and sharing with us. It's my pleasure, Gray. It's my pleasure, Robin. Thank you. Great. Thanks, George. And there we have our interview with George Asama. And I really enjoyed listening to him because he has a wonderful way of talking about his life experiences and he made it very real. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's phenomenal to hear um, from a, a region that, 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 you know, certainly CX professionals in North America don't hear about very much, which is uh, what George referred to as mini Africa, which I love that definition of the Cameroon. Um, and to hear, you know, uh, such a such a long list of of great career stories about how CX works in the uh, in the real world, and then uh, and then obviously we all have to go out and explore this indole uh, food, which is which is certainly new to me. So uh, so I thought that was great. Yeah, I would like to do that. And I hear that we have our next guest lined up already. Oh, oh, we do. I'm really excited. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Nicolette Waring, who's a, who's a long-term friend of mine. Um, she's a, a renowned CX practitioner, um, out of the Netherlands and, uh, and the, uh, the author of a great little book on customer advocacy, which has been kind of a Bible for CX professionals in a variety of places. I met her, oh God, 10 years ago, um, when she was at Liberty Global. Um, the big global media organization based in Amsterdam. So uh, so it's going to be a, a tremendous privilege to have her join us. I'm really looking forward to that. Awesome. Okay. And to all of our listeners, please do let us know if you have your own stories you'd like to share and your own uh, regional cuisine that you'd like to share as well. And thank you for listening. You can contact us through our website, And uh, in the meantime, do CX right. And do it right now.